0: Do I get my walk up song now?
1: Um, oh, crap. Yes. I... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's okay. So, I'll tell you about yeah. that one time I was hosting all the, uh, the um, webinars for Common Genius, and I just went rogue and I um, asked some of the, one of the um, guests if they wanted a walk up song. I was like, sure, no problem. What do you want? And it was like, chance the rapper my way and oh, gosh. um that's <laughs> not playing it I was like i'll just take this into my own hands and i think there was a, an entire dance party around it too i need to look better <laughs> i'm coming with a walk-up song next one
1: okay all right we, we both we'll both have one for the uh for the second podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> no problem
1: but yes but uh but yeah but let's get started so Welcome to the very first episode of On the Verge podcast with Willie Davis and my amazing, awesome friend, uh, Tammy McQueen, straight out of Atlanta, Georgia. How are you feeling today?
0: Uh, Good morning. I thought you might go with Atlanta, so I'm glad you went with Atlanta. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And thank you for the. Glowing lowing introduction. I um, will be doing the introduction next time around. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> perfect. So, um, you know, you and I, we've been talking about this podcast. I remember when I first brought the idea to you back in December, and mm-hmm. um, it, was, it was based off of these conversations that you and I have had, you know. We'll we'll kind of go in our, our own individual stories here shortly. But just of, you know, 2019 was a year that everyone, no one I don't think wants to live again until the coronavirus came. So we'll probably take 2019 over this stuff right now. But you and I, remember, we, we had so many personal, intense, deep conversations mm-hmm. about business, about entrepreneurship, about just... And in a lot of instances, feeling lonely. Um yeah. with what we were going through. And for me, after after those conversations, for me, one of the things that has always helped me get through things or once I learned the lessons is to talk about it. And I remember when I came to you and I said, we need to turn our conversations into a podcast because
0: yeah.
1: one. You and I are not the only ones going through it, but okay. we are probably the brave few that are willing to to speak about it and to talk about it. So, you know, over these last couple of months, we've met, we've talked, we've pondered and everything. And over the last few weeks um, with the coronavirus uh, pandemic, um, it, it kind of turned a lot of our entrepreneurial worlds upside down and and now I think it's no better time than ever for us to, to, to kind of just provide some information, to, to just have a conversation and, and mm-hmm. open a dialogue about what's going on and, and what we need to do. Um, and, and, you know, and that'll kind of take us to this first topic that we're talking about. But, but even to take a step back, on the verge, that is the name of our podcast. That's what we came up with. Um, What you want to tell people like, how did we come up with this? What are we, what is this feeling that we have behind it?
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, taking a step back to uh, December, when you mentioned this to me, and I think 2019 was a year where I think I called you multiple times, just absolutely exasperated and probably tears and I was like don't say anything just listen to me and I think maybe you just listened on the other end of the call me and she's my eyes out That's the thing I, I, I'm surprised and I think maybe you hopped on the plane a couple times to come to Atlanta to make sure it's still standing um but yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I've lost count of how many times I've just picked up the phone and you just let me stop at the end of it and um, or either just share some great news with. And I think that was just really what 2019 looked like. And I remember us saying to each other that, okay, on the verge podcast, you're on the verge of something great, you're on the verge of innovation, you're on the verge of your next tipping point. But you also, 2019 felt like I was on the verge of this absolutely, you know, waving the white flag. On the verge of, you know, packing up all my, and I say this often, on the verge of packing up all my belongings in a backpack, which I'm not even sure that I own, to, you know, <laughs> find myself on a deserted island. How ironic is this right now? And to sell coconuts on a little coconut sand on the beach, and, <laughs> and I, I, I laugh about this so much right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's what 2019 was all about like you're on the verge of something great but on the next day you were on the verge of absolutely waving that white flag um, and then 2020 comes around and you set your words of intention uh, and what the year's going to look like um, and I think that's really interesting of um, how relevant this is, you know, and how life can change, how careers can change so, so quickly. And um, I'm, I'm excited to share that with um, so many people, not necessarily as entrepreneurs or side hustlers or startup folks or people just in their everyday lives of what this looks like and um, okay. how this can shift so quickly. Um, and I know that this was this was a light bulb moment that came to you on the verge, and so I think um it would be remiss to not hear the the true emotion behind it coming from your perspective.
1: Yes, I um, it, it came to me actually. Um, I went to Atlanta to see you in February. Um, I was I was actually in Florida visiting some family, and I came up to Atlanta, and we kind of brainstormed. And I remember I was driving back to Florida. It's like a five hour drive where my family lived. Mm-hmm. And somewhere about halfway through my trip, I was listening to uh, a Gary Vee audiobook. And I can't quite remember specifically what part of where I was listening to, but it was just this motivational drive that I was having. And my, my creative juices were flowing and the word on the verge or the term on the verge just it came to mind and, and it actually came to mind the night before but when I was driving and my mind was kind of clearing up that became even more clear and I remember I started looking up the word the verge or verge or on the verge and understanding trying to understand what it meant and, and making sure my train of thought was right but you know and kind of what you were saying you know a lot of our conversations were Based off of us being on the verge, and and a and my story is kind of similar in 2019 too. I was I was on the verge too. I had a very explosive 2018. 2019 was kind of mediocre for me. Um, mm-hmm. I remember there were times that I was I was filling out applications on LinkedIn, and I said, you know, I can't do this anymore. I I can't be in this place in this space anymore, and 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 whatnot, but. But you and I are full-time entrepreneurs. And thinking about it more broadly, there are entrepreneurs who are, there are people who are just getting into entrepreneurship. They might still be in their cubicle at work right now, about six months from from leaving or wanting to leave. And I remember what it was like for me in 2017 um, mm-hmm. before I, you know, I left my job and, you know, I was just like, okay, I, I got to. I gotta get out and trying to find that right time, trying to find that right feeling, and 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 what does that look like? It kind of like double dutch. You gotta you gotta jump in at the right time. And 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 I said, this is this is a podcast. This is information I want to share to people who, whether you've been in this for three, five years, or you're about six months before you get into it, and you're trying to say. Do I want to get into it? Do I, you know, I might be in a part-time. Do I make this a full-time thing? Or you're fully into it. Do I get out? Do I just wave the white flag? What do I need to do? And um, this this podcast is not necessarily to directly say to somebody, get in, or you need to get out, or whatever. This is to provide information and let you know that you are not alone in these feelings that you may be feeling at individual times um you know you and i have known each other for many years at this point and and we we had a corporate america career before this um but even with all of the knowledge that we brought into entrepreneurship even with mm-hmm. the expertise that we had it still is not easy it's still not a walk in the park, <laughs> you know, to, say, to, to, to say the least. So
0: <laughs> no, no, we've seen some things. And every time I think I've seen it all, and I'm mm-hmm. not surprised by much, coronavirus comes along.
1: Oh, gosh, yes. And, <laughs> and mind you, our conversation, when we just saw each other in Atlanta, this was, that was about three, two to three weeks before um, the coronavirus. Yeah, you know, yeah absolutely. Um,
0: it wasn't even... You know, it wasn't even a, I, I don't even have the words. It, it, it wasn't even a consideration on our, on our radar whatsoever.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, and, you know, and, and we talk about you and I's background. You know, I spent about 10 years in, in marketing, um, working in retail, technology, automotive. I started and ended in automotive manufacturing, publishing, um, and, and I've been in real estate um, and the entrepreneur side, you know, as a real estate agent for the last three years and taking all of what I have learned and accomplished and, and did okay. as a marketer, bringing it to my own brand. Um, in a way, I kind of had a leg up probably for some other real estate agents. Um, but for times like this that we're in right now today, no matter how much experience you have it doesn't quite prepare you fully for this. No. this is, yes.
0: Of course not. Um, not for, and, for many and, things. Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. And, and what, what were you doing before today? Uh, before today. <laughs> before we, before we today.
0: <laughs> well, it's before. funny because it's funny because you have the sexy marketing career in automotive and technology, <laughs> and I'm just straight unsexy B 2 B software. <laughs> <It's> very- <laughs> both on the corporate side and startup side. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely been interesting when I thought i joined um one of the fastest growing startups in the U.S. Um, at, in the very, very early days, one of the first 10, 20 employees. I thought, oh my gosh, this has prepared me for absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I think at the time it certainly did. Um, and I was stretched beyond um my confines of what I thought a comfort zone was um, and learned so much from them and what's interesting we started our entrepreneurial journey at the same time um, I think it was very yeah. close in the same it was very very close in time that we did um, so we we've we've seen quite a bit um from that and going out to start um an agency where um, providing a lot of that marketing expertise that I had um, manifested and grown from the B2B software side of things into offering that to a diverse range of clients um, was definitely something that I was hungry for, ready for. Um, and, and, and that shift of different clients is something I certainly needed. And um, it, it's definitely been a wave of what, what did I know about starting a business? What did I, you absolutely, and I think that, that this is a conversation that I actually want to talk about in, in coming episodes as well is, and it's a question I get all the time and I think you do too, it's like, when is the right time? And, and I exactly. think we can have an entire episode just on what does the right time look like and everyone asks me this and there's, there's really no textbook answer here. And I think that'll be really key to dive into a little bit more and, and and peel away the layers of how do you know it's the right time? You, you really don't. And how do you know it's the right time to pivot? Well, you know, it's the right time to pivot when there's absolutely, when nothing's working or, um, (laughs) coronavirus comes along, um, and a, a global pandemic. So I think it's, really figuring out what it is and shifting and I've been a B2B software but I've also explored retail within the current um, parameters and framework of entrepreneurship and it's finding those different kinds. so it's not necessarily pivoting or um, aligning or changing your entire direction but mm-hmm. it is Maybe those small pivots within that and retail becoming um, adept to retail, um, diving into sports marketing. And that has been truly exciting for me. And then from there, all of sports is suspended. Okay, well, let's get back to the technology side. And now we're virtual and using different platforms, such as Twitch and live streaming Um, So they're tiny little pivots, and when you look back, you realize that they're significant changes. It's not necessarily um, these small little um, uh, course corrections along the way, but when you look back, they are monumental to where you are right now. So what might seem small or on the converse might seem huge, they not necessarily are in that moment. You just have to keep moving
1: exactly um and i and i think you know all of that is important too and kind of what you had just said as far as you know those little pivots that you make along the way will mm-hmm. kind of take you to where we are today and right now you know today in this episode we're going to talk about pivot and 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 how to pivot and what a pivot looks like and and, when you know, as we're dealing with this pandemic, um, it, it might seem to, first of all, I know for a lot of people out there um, in other industries and whatnot, work is completely shut down. There's nothing that you can do, whether you're in the, in the service industry, hospitality and things like that, completely understand,
0: mm-hmm. you know, as,
1: as far as entrepreneurs and, and working with consumers or working with businesses, during this time, when you have a mandatory few weeks of no business or limited business, what what do you do during this time? How do you try to capitalize on this, but also being mindful that maybe the person that you're reaching out to either might not have the budget you know for a business or um, as a consumer you know which I work with they they might not be working. They might, that might not be a priority for them, but how do you keep top of mind, but without driving and pushing down a sale, sales, buy something, buy something. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, and I think this, this last couple of weeks has really showed us um, what we can do. So now let's get even more raw with the conversation. So a couple of weeks ago,
0: Even more?
1: <laughs> even more oh, we're we're going deep so so a couple of weeks ago when you you had a client pull out you started having clients pull out of events and and contra and things that you had going on or that you had planned what it what it, what did you feel what, what 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 was going through your mind at that time
0: you know i think it is certainly um, gosh, it, it's hard to find the words because everyone is in the situation and I, I'm not alone. And in in previous years in this entrepreneurial journey, sometimes it feels very lonely when others aren't experiencing what you are or where you are at that same capacity. And so um, I think it's very much a devastating shock to feel like, oh my gosh, this is encompassing the entire world or the entire market. But also that everyone is in this together. And I'll say it took a couple of days to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, it's really tough because on a work and career perspective, you give me a look, like just give me a list. I can do it. Like just tell me what I need to do and I'll fix it. Um, and I will will work harder than anyone else, run circles around everyone else and just keep working. Like I was strong on my way to make it work. And suddenly Mm -hmm. there was no possible way for me to be able to do that.
1: Yes, Um, it was. Which
0: which is (laughs) devastating to someone who's like, (laughs) let me fix everything.
1: (laughs) You couldn't couldn't fix this?
0: (laughs) Nothing, absolutely nothing. So number one, that feels really, really um, suffocating um, where I was like, just tell me what to do. I'll do it or Mm -hmm. I'll just figure out a way to do it. I will (laughs) wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning. I won't sleep just so I can get this done. And suddenly, you just cannot do that anymore. And that's all I knew. Um, And suddenly, you can't fix anything. You can't fix a global pandemic um, by working harder than everyone else. (laughs) Um, You you realize that pretty quickly, and that is a very sobering moment.
1: Yeah, you know, those those qualities that you had, and, and you still have to to this day, but those qualities that... In normal circumstances, would help you stand out. You would outwork anybody in the room. You would be the first to show up, the last to leave. You would you would go anywhere and do anything for your clients. Um, you you had that work ethic that was just so amazing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and now um, you know you, you've kind of <laughs> you know just kind of been knocked at the knees, and there's nothing that you can do. It doesn't doesn't matter how early in the morning you wake up, there's, no. it, it's not helping your client. There's nothing that no. you, you know, um, and I remember even, you know, with some of my clients, um, uh-huh. you know, obviously working in real estate, I can, my job itself, you know, the, make the, the bulk of my money or, or or grab my clients by going out, you know, showing them houses and meeting with new yeah. buyers and sellers and, and putting things on the market. And, and I remember these first couple of weeks, especially, you know, where I'm here, where I'm at here in Michigan, um, mm-hmm. we were kind of just business as, you know, it, it was actually weird because half of us were saying business as usual, but we all yeah. understood that there were differences. We, um, we were being more mindful about maybe open houses, maybe not having them, or limiting who we had, um, Mm -hmm. the amount of showings that we did or, or maybe how frequently we would go out for showing. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, I think some people were trying to play it cool and and keep everybody calm, business as usual. But on the other hand, a lot of us knew it's not business as usual and not knowing what this is going to do for our business or, um, or, or any, anything like that. So, um. Just this week, you know, on Monday, our governor, you know, effective at midnight on Tuesday, March 24th, um, it, a stay-at-home order. So basically non-essential businesses and employees, you know, were were asked to stay home until, I believe, April 13th. And within our business and our industry, that added a little more confusion because, you know, you mm-hmm. say, well, yeah. what if you have clients that are under contract or this and that? So you know, to kind of clear up some of that confusion, basically, you know, I can't do any new business or execute, if you will, any new business or putting any new homes on the market right now, because not many, you know, people can't really go out to see them. Um, even if they did go out and see them, they can't really do an inspection on it right away, because that's considered non-essential. And, and all this, and it's this limbo, if you will, that, Um, that are, that are, um, our industry and me and my colleagues and whatnot are in as far as going out full force and buying Mm -hmm. and selling with and for our clients. Um, you know, so, so that, yeah, that, that's always, uh, that was something that was, I think a shock, not a shock, but that was something that really pierced some people, um, in the area once that became, you know, that order was put into effect.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know,
1: but as we talk about pivot, I even just last week started to pivot and started to make some of these changes because I knew, I knew our business would be impacted in some way. Didn't mm-hmm. quite know how, and even to this day, I don't know to what extent. But for me, I can't allow. I I, I couldn't just sit in the devastation of it all and 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 say oh gosh like this is happening and this is happening and yes I understand it's it's going to be hard but me myself worrying how hard it is right now or how hard it's going to be down the road right now is not going to help me keep moving forward Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: um, you know, like I said, as we talk about pivot, you know, some of the things that I've been able to do or I started doing um, during this time is, is video. And me and my partner, we just to put some content out there and get in front of our clients and let people know, um, continue to give them information. We started, you know, we, we're working on a video series mm-hmm. um, so, so that's something that that we're that we're doing right now. What are what are some ways that you, you know, how are you trying to pivot?
0: Yeah. So the thing is, while there's seemingly nothing you can do, there is so much that you can do to be helpful. Um, you shared a great idea with me a couple of weeks was it a week ago? No, two weeks ago, um, and I just was Absolutely. not yet in that mindset um, and put out a. Post on LinkedIn with a link to my calendar that said, Hey, um, happy to discuss any um, ways you can pivot or how I can help you on the um, event side if you were on event marketing and how I can help fill your pipeline to replace the lost um, business that you're seeing from cancellations and postponements. Um, or just discuss overall if you were thinking of diving into this and just put it out there. I think I've probably scheduled about eight or nine different 15 minute calls. They're really short. I think they're going to be a a couple follow-ups as well. Um, So there's a, there is a way that you can put up your skills and your services to help others um, Mm -hmm. right now. And I think that's really, really impactful and helpful. Um, And you know, you don't necessarily always need to fill your time with a subject matter that is conducive to your career or what you're doing I think there's many other art forms and mediums that you can dive into that will really support your creativity and your thinking um, not saying that this is the way to go but I may have watched four master classes over the weekend on how to make homemade sourdough bread can't say that this is <laughs> <laughs> can't say that this will impact my career in any way unless I go down the baking (laughs) (laughs) route. But you know what, you do what you can. And um, I think there are so many different platforms and organizations right now that are offering classes for free. Also different um, health and wellness and mental health areas that allow you to take their classes and programs online for free. Take advantage of those. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily have to read 52 books while, while you're at home. <laughs> sure. maybe, maybe it is learn learn to do something. If It is learn to garden or learn to germinate seeds or, um, you know, watch something different. Maybe you do watch TV often, but maybe it's throw in a documentary or two. This is not, you know, I, I really got so frustrated with, oh, you know, during, um, you know, the last plague or the last thing years ago when Shakespeare was in confinement, he came up with this and he wrote that. And I think that's a lot of pressure for folks that are just trying to stay alive yes. right now. And I think that it's, um, uh, it lacks a lot of empathy. And um, find what works for you. You know, I've, I've always said, oh, I'm going to read twenty-three books this year. You know what? Twenty-three books for me just doesn't work. Um <laughs> you know, audiobooks are way better options. Oh yeah, I do like audio audio. Or,
1: yeah, I do audiobooks as well too. They're a life changer.
0: And that's probably why i started we started a podcast, not wrote a book.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh jeez, yes. <laughs> but you know, I mean and 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 those are some, you know, some, some good pointers too, you know. I, I was having a conversation with somebody just last night and um it actually is very interesting. She herself is a therapist and
0: yeah.
1: I I was asking her, I said, you know, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And she mm-hmm. she just kind of revealed to me, she's like, you know, I I being pre- you know, when she's present right now in this moment, you know, she's fine. But maybe when, you know, thinking like, oh, I have to do this for three weeks, and you start to think of things in a broader scale, um, that's when she gets anxious and overwhelmed and, and you know, starts feeling a particular way about it. And, and one of the things I told her, and that I tell a lot of people too, one, yes, try to be as present as possible, especially during this time, present in your business. Where's your business at? where do you want your business to go and grow this is even though none of us chose to be in this space that we're in right now this is a time that um that can be so beneficial so yes in your business what do you where do you want to go in a year or six months from now you know maybe revisit that that business plan or marketing plan personally you know being present with with your family, with your friends, with, um, you know, w- within the confines of, uh, of whatever quarantine um, mandate that you have in your area, but um, being present with your thoughts, you know, it's, it's okay to feel like crap sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's okay to um, not like it. It's okay to, you know, be overwhelmed and feel overwhelmed at times. Um, but try to try to do things so that you don't you don't get stuck in that space or in that place. Try to do things or talk with somebody or work with somebody so that you don't um, you, you, that that temporary feeling doesn't turn into a type of depression or or things like that and And I think that was very important about the conversations that you and I have had over I mean mainly over the last six to eight months but just overall through our whole friendship um, is we make we'll come to each other with problems or issues that we might have whether we are looking for advice or just venting but we always make it through it Um, it might not be pretty when we make it to the other side it might not be pretty going through it but but when we do you know we have a responsibility to to share it with people Um, so find that person or persons that you can, you can really connect with and you can talk with, um, that, you know, Mm -hmm. have a level of understanding of what you're going through. Um,
0: yeah, I go to,
1: I go to, you know, I go to therapy myself, um, Mm -hmm. every other week. And I mean, even when things are great, therapy is so amazing. So, um, just, just doing different things, but I think this is such a critical time for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just, I just hope, um, like I said, professionally, personally, romantically, any, any, any aspect of your life that use this time to really um, be present in it and mm-hmm. see, see where you're at and, and what you want and how you want to get there yeah
0: absolutely no for sure
1: yes yes so um yeah i like i said um you know this episode as we were talking about pivot and and like i said with where we're at right now um you know tammy and i just felt like this was such a a a on-time topic um, uh, that we wanted to we wanted to launch our podcast off of this. Um, but there are so many other business and entrepreneur uh, related topics that we're going to talk about um, coming up. So um, tammy, any anything that you want to say to close us out?
0: <laughs> no, I think you know we're in we' it's an uncertain time for everyone. I think have a little bit more empathy for not only your um, your colleagues right now, those in the same industry and, and, you know, stay, maybe, maybe spend one less hour off social media per day. Mm-hmm. I know that if, if I'm on Twitter scrolling, it's it, it's, it's very heavy. It's, it's weighty and, it it does force creativity and inspiration. And I know it's a direct correlation to me being on Twitter and and my vibe (laughs) every day versus, versus not. And, um, and sometimes it's a distorted um, sense of reality, but let's be honest, we, we don't really have reality right now. And so I think do what you can with the time you have, the people you have around you, and it makes you realize what's really important and what's not. And, um, and sit in your time, sit in your moments, and you don't have to react. I know I, I shared with you, hey, I'm, I'm not ready to, to record yet, or I'm, I'm not in that mindset. And I think allowing yourself that time to be okay in whatever it is that you're doing, whether it is watching a documentary or turning on a masterclass or thinking of the next great idea. Um, Take a little pressure off yourself it's going to be okay we're all in this together and we're in this fight together
1: and on that note uh thank you i think that was amazing um thank thank everybody for for listening to our first episode um look out for more episodes coming up um we're gonna we're gonna keep this going and keep the conversation going if there are any topics that any of you want us to cover or hit on or questions that you might have, um, shoot us a message um, and we will we'll talk about it and we'll try to get as much information out to you guys uh, that's appropriate. Um, okay. Once again, I am Willie Davis and that is Tammy McQueen and thank you guys from On the Verge.
0: Thank you everyone. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh,
0: let me stop